Hey, Disney friends, we are back again, Rochelle and myself, and we are super excited to be here. Are we not, Rochelle? We are so excited to be here. Very excited to be here. I always like to start off, Rochelle knows this, I always like to start off by thanking everyone, all of our existing and current listeners who take the time to subscribe and listen to our episodes. Thank you so much. And I also like to point out if you're checking us out for the first time, right, we hope you enjoy. Um, I don't see any reason they wouldn't, right? I don't either. <laughs> I think I think you'll absolutely love this episode. We've got uh, uh, this guest coming back, right, is Chris. Chris came on and did an episode with us in the past, and she was absolutely fantastic. Uh, her handle, uh, she goes by Disney Park Snob. So if any of you want to go check out her previous episode with us, um, go look for the one that says um, we welcome Disney Park Snob. She is absolutely fantastic. You listen to this one. Uh, Rochelle, you were telling me a little bit about it. Tell me what you liked when she came on prior, when she was on before, a few months ago. Yeah, so every time I I hear her talk, she's just, she's got so much Disney knowledge. She's what you call a true Disney expert. I mean, just the amount of information she is willing to pass, she's so awesome. Totally agree. She, um, that uh, that previous episode you mentioned she talked a lot about military because she's from a, she's a military wife yeah she's got a lot of information there that i didn't even know that i needed to know some of those things so i truly appreciate her being so willing to share all of her information totally agree and it's and you know you bring up a great point with the military is travel planners i mean how many times do we get military families right that contact yeah. us and they're a little bit lost about what the process is and what type of discounts they're yeah. entitled to um i will encourage each and every one of you uh to check her out um because chris not only has uh, all of this info on her social media but she's also got it um on a website uh, i believe and she'll she'll mm-hmm. she'll give you the details of that one when we talk to her, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, that's definitely something that you guys want to connect with her stuff because she's got the info, like you said. She really does. She puts a lot yeah. of time work. And how about how how about her uh, content? Uh, top it's of the line, amazing. Right? It, it's amazing. I mean, I I learned a lot. I'm telling you, I learned so much from Chris. Yeah. She uh, goes the way she words things. She just makes everything flow so well. She makes yeah. it so to where you understand what she's trying to say and she's great yes totally agree totally more than just military she she goes into all all areas of disney yes agree and from what i've heard she was just in the park uh recently just took a trip down there um uh, she's gonna tell us what the temperature literally is down there as uh, we've heard it's been pretty hot uh, so she's going to talk to us about what that's been like. And then she did some, um, I think she mentioned to me she'd, uh, she'd love to have a conversation about how she did some character dining too. Um, so we'd love to ask her some questions about that and how that went. So very excited to, to get her on. 
um, we don't need to wait much longer. We can get her connected. No, no let's get her. I'm ready. I'm excited. Let's get her. All right. Hang with us, folks. We will get uh, connected with Chris and we will be right back. Hey, Chris, how you doing? Good. How are you, Nick? Yeah, I'm doing fantastic. You are privileged now to be on the podcast with myself and Rochelle. That's right. I'm here. Yes. Yes, I'm so excited. (laughs) We're excited, right? I mean, come on. Rochelle and I were talking about how the previous podcast episode that you did with us was absolutely incredible. Like there was a world of information there. Um, (laughs) and, and, And it wasn't, you know, I still use you. Right, Rochelle? I mean, we still talk about her all the time when it comes to any type of military stuff. Absolutely. Um, In fact, I learned so much from that podcast episode. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) That we knew, like, right from the start that, like, this would be a great one for us because we did not have anything yet that was military. And people Mm -hmm. ask us, I mean, Rochelle will confirm this too, I'm sure, but they ask us all the time, you know, what do we do in regards to military? Where's our go-to? And it was Mm -hmm. great to just send a link. (laughs) I I really appreciate that. Yeah. Cause I mean, like I told you from the podcast, the information that is out there is so lacking for military Disney information. So I'm happy that it's getting spread and people are getting the information that they need. That makes my heart happy. Truth. Total truth. <laughs> so the first time you came on, you came on as, and we'll, we'll get into the details of this in a second, but you officially mm-hmm. came on as Disney Park Snob. Um, yes. And, and that was your handle. And we talked about how great that was for you on social media and how you were growing at a rapid pace. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have made a change, correct? I, I have. You are correct. Yes. So Disney Park Snob was my original name. Um, and it was, you know, something that my husband and I had come up with and, you know, it was really fun and um, I, it's, I, I still love it, but um, I don't own the rights to the name Disney. And so just to kind of avoid any future issues, I just wanted to make sure that I was selecting something that was, you know, completely true to just me and again, n- avoid any future issues. So I went with... Um, happily ever park hoppers my family and i um we are big park hoppers we are known to do at least two to three sometimes even all four parks in one day um so it just felt like very true to me and you know again avoid any issues that could have ever arisen and so yeah i hope that it you know people um you know they receive it it well yeah i hope they love it i've already gotten a lot of positive feedback from it so it made me feel good because I was really, really nervous. <laughs> oh, without oh, are you, yeah, Rochelle, are you following her? On, I uh, am. I am. Yeah. Oh, I good. You, well, thank you. I appreciate yeah. the follow. <laughs> yeah, I was going to tell her you better be. You know, if you're not, get 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 right on it. Uh, she has such so much great content. Uh, she really does, and I even like your your new logo. I saw that you've already thank got you. your yes. little logo icon right there. So it, it looks absolutely great. And I think, I mean, I can't disagree. It makes perfect sense to do this now. I mean, I think you're already what, 20, 30,000, you know, followers in the making, I guess, before you get super huge, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, that would be amazing. But you know, yeah, I, and I tried to make the logo something similar. So that way, anybody who was used to the old logo, they would see it and be like, Oh, that looks like DPS. And then they would go on and say like, Oh, it's still her still all the same content it's still her doing her thing and so you know i tried to keep it something similar perfect 
Perfect. What about the website? I know you had a website too. Are you changing that as well? So, so the website right now um, is still the same, um, but it will eventually be changing. But my the reason why it's taking me a little while to change that over is because I have to create a redirect link for every single page that I have. So that way, if somebody were to still type in Disney Park Snob, it will automatically redirect them to the new site. And that will be the Happily Ever Park Hoppers as well. It'll be the same name for everything. But, you know, I have like almost 90 posts on my website. So it's going to take me some. And I don't have an IT person. I do it all myself. And so I think I told you before, I, I, I think I do pretty well with not being an actual IT person. Um, but so it it's definitely taking me some time. So that'll be a little slower, you know, to roll out. But I wanted to get the name out there and get people used to it and know, you know, like I said, that it's still me, still all the same stuff and uh, just try to get the word out there and then worry about all the super difficult stuff as I get there. <laughs> Rochelle's gifted in IT. Maybe she can help yeah. you. Oh, maybe she could. I might be using her. <laughs> uh, I regret telling you that. No, I'm just <laughs> well, listen, this is this is a great thing. I'm, I'm we're really happy for you, and I'm just happy to see. I mean, first and foremost, the growth that you put together on social media. It looks like you do. You're doing a fantastic job with the growth aspect of it, as you're bringing in more and more followers. And then, I mean, I was just looking at your. Um, instagram page saw your post that did a fantastic job you have one post that does a fantastic job uh defining genie plus and individual lightning lanes and oh, i read thank you <laughs> and i read that and i'm like this is like spot on like this is what should be on the real disney website like this is really really good um for anybody that i, I for anyone that's at all questioning you know how that stuff works we've got a couple podcast episodes that defines it but you did a great job at laying it out so that people could, I think, visualize how the thing yeah. works. I was really thank impressed. Thank you. By I, I yeah, appreciate I it. Thank you, both of you. I, I'm definitely a visual person. And so I need to be able to see it, to visualize it, to understand it. And so I think that a lot of the stuff that I do, I kind of operate off of the premise that most people are like that. And so, you know, I just do things that make sense for me and hope that it works for people. And it seems like it is. And so hearing that, makes me really happy because I only know what people tell me. And so, you know, I see what people share and what, what people are liking and what they're saving. So that helps me out to know what people are doing. So if you're listening, definitely make sure that, you know, you're liking things, you save it. If you're sending it, those things really help me understand what, what's helping you and what I should keep my focus on. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why I like that you do that, uh, I don't know if you do it in your stories or not, but you ask the questions, right? Where people can yeah. ask you questions. I think that's yep. so great. I think that's such Well, great... it definitely helps me because I think maybe the both of you know this, um, but after you go so many times on, you know, and you, you know what to do and it just kind of becomes second nature, you forget what first time guests are looking for and what they need to know and what helps them. So I ask those questions because not only did they get their questions answered, but it helps me know where I should put my focus. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Couldn't be that. That is so accurate. I told my wife this probably had to be. Oh God, we were discussing this a few weeks ago. <clears throat> excuse me. And I said, I want you to take away the fact that right when we walk into Magic Kingdom, we know mm -hmm. where everything is. Right. I want yeah. you to just like right. We we know where everything is from Frontierland to you know Tomorrowland. All of it. We know where all all the stuff is. 
but pretend we had never been there. Like you just said, we had literally yeah. never been there. You would walk in and you'd see main street and you'd see the castle and then you would be like totally lost. Oh <laughs> yeah. Would, right. You'd be like, what, what do I even I, give me like a map of some kind or what? <laughs> and uh, I mean, like you're hundred percent right though. We, we've gone so many times. It does become second nature to us. And I think this is, this kind of information is extremely helpful even if you've been there once, maybe twice, I mean, yeah. it still takes some time, right? To, to become, you know, secondhand nature. So Absolutely. Well, and then Disney's always changing things. So, I mean, I tell people all the time, it, it just because you went five years ago, you're still going to need to have a refresher. You're, you're still going to need to figure out what things are the sale right. the same and what things are different. Maybe, you know, because I feel like five years ago, the Disney Skyliner wasn't a thing. So now if you are going for the first time since that's open, you're definitely going to need to refresh, you know, your modes of transportation and how to get around. And there might be a new way. And then they're always adding things to the My Disney Experience app. So there's different features on there that you need to figure out how to use. So just because you've been recently or just because you've been in the past, that doesn't mean that, you know, things are still the same. You, you might need that refresher. Yeah. Amen to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, yes. no, no question about it. So Rochelle, let me ask you a question. Cause we didn't talk about this before. Have you been to Storybrooke dining ever? I, I have not. Yeah. Neither have I. So I'm really excited wow. to hear what you have to say about it. Yeah. So, so tell us for a second. I mean, cause this was, this was a, a, an amazing opportunity, right? That you had. Yes. Talk, talk yes. to us for a second about this one. Cause I, you just got to do this and this is an experience I would love to do. So tell us a little bit about it. Yeah. So thanks to Tink's Magical Vacations, we got to go and my family loves it. And so I, in case you don't know anything about me, I'm a boy mom. So sometimes it's kind of harder to get to go to some of the character experiences, or even if you're a parent that has, um, you know, different gender kids and things like that, it makes it a lot more enjoyable for your whole family versus only being enjoyable for a couple of your kids. Um, So we love it because there you get to meet Snow White. Um, dopey and grumpy and the evil queen, but you should never, 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 never address her as the evil queen because she's just the queen. Um, but so it's it's nice that when you go there, you get to meet, um, you know, a couple of the seven dwarfs and then Snow White and the queen. Um, but the best part about it to me is the food. I mean, if I'm going and I'm spending money for a prefix meal, I want the food to be good. And so the prefix meals means that you get Um, a variety of appetizers. So at Storybook Dining uh, Artist Point, you get, there's, um, it's like a a mushroom bisque. And then there's like a little meatball, like on like a, I don't even know what it's called, but they have that. And then you also get um, some shrimp. You don't have to choose between the appetizers. You get all of them. And I found out during I found out during this trip that if there's something that you want more of, they will bring it to you with no extra cost. So my kids love shrimp. So we asked for extra shrimp and they brought it to us. So they were like over the moon about it. And then you get to choose one entree and then they give you the variety of the desserts. So the food was phenomenal. My older son, um, because he is almost 15, he eats an adult size portion. So he had the cottage beef, um stroganoff and then my husband had the chicken 
and I had the sustainable fish, which was salmon over risotto. All of it was absolutely phenomenal. And I try everybody's foods because, you know, everyone oh. has like a little bit of <laughs> yeah, yeah. a little bit of a different, um, you know, palate. So I never trust them when they say it's good or, you know, anything. I'm always like, let me let me be the judge of that. So right. all of it was so good. My younger son got the prime rib and he that was delicious and i'm not really a prime rib person but the flavor of it was great you could tell that it had been like soaking in that au jus it was absolutely delicious and then the desserts were great they have like the um, there's like a little mousse one and then they have one that's kind of like an apple pie and then they have like another one that's like an apple but it's like like a mousse again like kind of like a cheesecake mousse but everything was so good the kids they enjoy like those specialty cocktails they have one that is like a transformation potion or something so it starts out as one color and then they pour something yep. into it and yep. it changes and so the kids love those things um and, you know and so like the food was just absolutely phenomenal but i mean the, the service is always great and then you get to meet the characters and everything and they come around to your table so everybody has their dedicated time so it's not like you're fighting you know waiting in line trying to you know meet the characters they come right up to your table they'll take as many pictures as you want and then everybody gets a little like keepsake that has all of the the character signatures on it can we give the listeners a little rundown as to where exactly this restaurant is located yeah, so Storybook Dining at Artist Point is at Disney's Wilderness Lodge. So for us, because we were staying at Shades of Green, which is our favorite because it's a military hotel, um, we took the um, Shades of Green transportation over to the Transportation and Ticket Center, took the monorail around, and then we took the boat over just because, like, it's just so fun. It's like that you know, like we do it on a break day. So that way we have like a whole day to just kind of like explore and do what we want. Right. Um, and so the boat takes you from Magic Kingdom over to Disney's Wilderness Lodge. But so, I mean, you can get there many different ways. You can take um, a minivan, you can just take an Uber or a Lyft, um, or you can always, depending on where you're staying, you could take a bus from your resort to a theme park. And then from that theme park over to Disney's Wilderness Lodge. Oh, I love the resort too. Oh yeah. It's so beautiful. Just walking around there is just, oh. it feels like you're in the mountains somewhere and you know, like you're in this big, like, Oh, have you wilderness. ever been there at Christmas time? Like when they, yes, got, we just oh. went this Christmas. <laughs> oh, It's one of my favorites oh. for, for Christmas uh, decorating. They have this huge Christmas tree. We were just there for this past Christmas and we actually went there on Christmas day. Um, and so the resort is just so beautifully decorated. I love that huge Christmas tree that they have in the lobby. I mean, yes. you walk in and it's just massive. It's so pretty. Rochelle, have you stayed there? No, I haven't. Oh, you got to. It's, it's, it's on the list. Make, put it on the yeah. list. For, 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 <laughs> you, won't, you won't be disappointed. Now, Rochelle and I are going to Disney in a couple weeks. Oh, yes. We're very excited. Very excited. Um, any questions, Rochelle, you have for, for Chris about uh, what was going on down at the parks? Maybe what the crowd might have looked like? Anything like that that you can think of? What should we be asking her? I feel like we, we she can give us some info. Well, um, I mean, so it's Halloween decorations down there right now. So, yes. Were, were you there for the party? Oh, did you go to the party? We, yeah, good question. 
no, we, I don't know why this always happens. I think it just lines up with, you know, our, you know, our at home activities and stuff. So the last three years we've left the day before Mickey's not so scary Halloween oh, party no. starts. <laughs> I, it, and it, it really like crushes me. So, but all of the, the decorations were up though. All the pumpkins were out. Um, they have them, you know, they have the ones right there in the front when you get to Magic Kingdom Park, and then they have the ones that are down Main Street, USA. I love the the Mickey pumpkin wreaths. Those are like my absolute oh, favorite. No. I know. Um, I love those. They're so cute. I actually have like a little mini one that I put up in my house that I ordered off of like Etsy or something. I don't even know where I got it, but it's so cute. I just love those Mickey pumpkin wreaths. So I missed the party, but um, yeah, so the parks were decorated. Well, at least Magic Kingdom Park was decorated for Halloween, which is so cute. What about the crowds? How were the crowds? So the first, we only did two park days. So because we go a lot, we started, um, you know, splitting our park um, days and only going a few days while we're there just because, you know, we wanted to be able to like actually like relax and yeah, there, yeah. there's, we, we just, we go, we go so often. So um, uh, we only did two park days, but the two days that we were there again, because we're park hoppers, we did three parks, both of the days. So the first day we did Magic Kingdom Park, um, Disney's Hollywood Studios, and then Epcot because Epcot had the extended evening hours. And then our second day, we started with Epcot, went to Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park, and then we finished at Magic Kingdom Park because Magic Kingdom Park had the extended evening hours that night. So those were how we did our three days. And it was busy, but it was also really, really, really hot when we were there. And I felt like that kind of helped keep the crowds at bay there probably yeah. weren't a lot of locals there because it was so hot and it was also on a monday and a wednesday so in the middle of the week i'm sure a lot of locals were um yeah. you know working or wherever they needed to be plus a lot of the cast members had said that school had just started too so if you guys are going in a couple of weeks that might be better for the crowds because maybe there's not going to be as many locals because their, their kids will be at school and they'll be at work wouldn't that be great yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wouldn't that be really great? Yeah. We, my my family and I somehow always seem to like miss those like really great low crowd days. My my husband loves. I, I think that every Disney adult loves to just look at the wait times when they're thousands of miles away. Um, so he was texting me today going, the crowds are really low. I'm like, why are you looking? We literally just got back. <laughs> because we're obsessed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I've created a monster. So <laughs> yeah. we're obsessed. There's no real. I don't know another yeah, way to there's look no at rationale. There's, there's no, no way rationale. To... <laughs> no, no, no. So what are your guys' plans then while you're there? Do you have anything specially planned? Do you Are you going to the party or... What, what let, are you doing? Uh, well, Rochelle, what are your plans? Tell her all about it. Well, my my mom and I are actually going to go together. This is our first time oh, going fun. just the two of us. So I'm actually really excited about that. Um, but no, we're not going to do Mickey's party. Um, we are going to park hop, but I don't mm -hmm. know about four parks in one day. That sounds That's insane. Exhausting. I just didn't want to. I, I, I yeah. oh, like, can you tell me about that? Like you're three to four parks in a day. That I'm exhausted thinking about that. It is a lot. And you know what is even crazier about it that I think that people always get blown away is that we always manage to sneak in a break in between there. So we don't go just from 
park to park to park to park. We always end up taking a break in the middle. And um, it's usually like first thing in the morning. We're rope droppers. So we get in before the park opens. We do the things that we want to do. We utilize Disney Genie Plus, and then, um, you know, we make our lightning lane selections. We get in, we get out, and then we go back to the resort because normally around like lunchtime, like between, I want to say like 1130 and noon, that's when a lot of the people who are coming from off property or locals, they're starting to come into the park. So you're starting to see that swell. The crowds are starting to get larger the lines are getting longer and we're like, okay, we're going to leave. We did, you know, our, our must do's first thing in the morning, we go back, we refill the camelback, especially cause it was so hot this time. I think we refilled the camelback twice each day. Um, wow. And so that way, you know, we were staying hydrated and drinking plenty of water, but so we go back and then um, we hit that second park. And then from the second park, we usually go straight to the third park. But when we do the four parks, um, it's again, usually on a day where there's extended evening hours, cause it just gives you that extra two hours in the evening that you normally wouldn't have on another day. So those days are usually really busy, but we're not staying in there and trying to accomplish every single attraction. You know, we're going on those must do's we're getting a snack or maybe there's a treat that the kids really wanted, or there was a, an attraction that they really wanted to ride. And then we do those must do things and then we leave. So it's, it's probably not for the average park goer, but again, we go a lot. So that's just our style. Yeah. It makes it easier when you go a lot. You don't feel like you have to hit everything. Yeah. And so we're fine if we miss certain things, you know, whereas like for people who are going once a year or for their once in a lifetime trip, it's definitely not, um, you know, <laughs> it's definitely the ideal not approach? like, Is that what yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not, not the ideal approach because that's what I, that's what I keep trying to stress. We go a lot. So for people who are only going once a year or only going every few years, you know, trying to hit all four parks or a couple of parks in one day, unless you have, unless you're there for an extended amount of time, which I mean, that's like really the dream to be able to go for, I, some people are like, oh, I did nine park days. I'm like, that sounds amazing. Know. <laughs> you know, cause, cause then you can spend multiple days in multiple parks and that way you can really spread it out. So then you can hop around because if you start at magic kingdom park and then you hop over to Disney's Hollywood studios and you didn't get to do all the things that you wanted to do on another day, you can go back and hit the things that you missed. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. I've always thought if I could if I could pick an ideal amount of time that I think would be perfect for a trip, it would be a ten day trip. And I don't mean 10 I agree with days. that. I mean yeah. I mean ten days where I could go there and I would probably do six, seven park days mm -hmm. with a break, you know. Yeah. The, you have to have a break. You have to. It's breaks. just so exhausting. Yeah. But some of those parks I would hit twice, um, you know, without question. And I just think that's that would give me enough time to fully absorb everything. You know, because we always sacrifice. I feel like we're always, you know, sacrificing or giving up the water parks, which are really great. You know, they, they've we just, did yeah, we go? just did. Yeah, we just did um, Disney's Typhoon Lagoon water park for the very first time, which I think kind of shocked us that we had never been before. Yeah. But we had always been so ride heavy, like we got to get on this ride. We got to get what on I this mean. ride. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But with the extra time, you know, there's golf courses down there. There's just so much else that you can do if you give yourself oh, yeah. the time um, that you could really start to experience that kind of stuff. 
Absolutely. So. And I do want to tell anybody who's going to one of the water parks for the first time, which we just did it by happenstance. It wasn't even planned, but having gone and done it now, I highly suggest rope dropping the water parks. Didn't yeah. even know that you needed to do that. But, um, wow. you know, by, by the late afternoon, we left at three o'clock and the lines to, and there's no, there's no lightning lanes. There's no Disney genie plus for the water parks. So you will be standing and waiting in all of the lines. And um, I was like, I was like, oh, I didn't even know that rope drop was a thing for a water park, but we just happened to get there the way that the first bus went. Um, Cause from shades of green, the bus that goes from the resort to the water park only runs once an hour. So we were like, if we don't get on this first bus, we're going to be there, you know, after the fact. And then it, we just, we were like, okay, we'll get there first. And the amount of people that were there to rope drop the water park, we were like, oh, wow. We, wow. So even as somebody who goes all the time, you, I'm still learning new things. Yeah. Yeah. That's the truth. And I, that's why I think, like I said, it's been years for me for Typhoon. Have you done, uh, Rochelle, have you done Typhoon? No, I haven't. You know, we, I live in Texas and we have a huge water park here, mm -hmm. um, just a couple hours away from us. So that's something that I always skip when I go to Disney. Cause I've got something else kind of close to home. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, no, I, I don't have experience with Typhoon Lagoon. But that's one I know from the feedback I keep hearing, it's improved and it's, it's, it's really a great, you know, I don't, I don't know anybody that's done it that says they wish they didn't, I guess. is kind of We had, about. yeah, we had so much fun. And so again, for anybody who doesn't, you know, know me, my kids are 14 and 10. So they are like right at that peak age where water parks are like totally their jam and yeah. they loved it. And um, I was like totally shocked because we were just so busy leading up to this trip because this was a last minute trip that I didn't do any research like I normally do when we go somewhere new and not just at Disney. Like when, if we go to a new state or if we're going, you know, to visit somebody who lives far away or whatever, I always do a little bit of research to kind of see, you know, what, what's to do there, what's to eat. And so I didn't do any research on Disney's Typhoon Lagoon water park. And so we, the kids had decided that they were going to go into Typhoon Lagoon um, which is where like the actual like wave pool is. And so they were in there and my husband and I were floating around the lazy river. And so we went to go meet up with them and there, the waves are going and we're like, Oh wow, these are really big. And so the kids are like, no, just wait, there's this huge one. And I was like, okay, like how much bigger can it be than the waves that are happening right now? <laughs> and so every half hour there's, um, you know, this huge, um, you know, like wave that comes and there's this big like sound that happens. And then there's a roar, like everybody's like, woo, they're cheering. They're all excited. <laughs> and then this wave that comes over, I was not prepared whatsoever. Oh, no. And <laughs> my husband and I are both wearing our sunglasses and we just see the wave come and he just reaches out to grab our younger son. So he doesn't like float away and we both <laughs> lost our sunglasses I had just bought my husband a brand new pair of Oakley's which are you know pretty expensive and so I was like oh. oh my god and I'm searching around and some lady behind us 
she has her hand up in the air with our sunglasses. She's like, anybody lose sunglasses? I'm like, me, please. Oh, <laughs> but I, I could not believe it. It totally threw all of us, all four of us. And I was like, I was not prepared. And so, yeah, if you're going for the first time, definitely know that. <laughs> I, I got to be honest. I, I'm like amped up now. <laughs> I, I know. Now I'm like, gosh, maybe I need to go. <laughs> you totally, it was so much fun i could not even believe it and like i said just the regular waves that were in there i was like wow these are really crazy like and i've been to plenty of other water parks before nothing nothing like that so it was a lot of fun and the kids loved it and you know but um yeah be prepared that one big wave is like it will knock you down <laughs> wow were yeah, you I able to, to rent one of the cabanas when you were there no. So like I said, so because we booked this trip, my husband, my husband actually booked this trip, which is crazy. Um, <laughs> You've he, done well. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's why I said I, 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 I converted him over into a full fledged Disney adult. Um, so he, uh, he was, we knew we were going to have a busy summer. He was away for work trips and stuff like that. And then um, he was away. We left and went down to Disney, came back, and then football started for, for my younger son. And so I'm on the board. My husband's a coach. So we're, we knew we, we, you know, we had this really small window. So out of nowhere, he just goes, um, yeah, I booked Disney. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? And he was oh. like, yeah, there was availability. I just booked it. He was like, we're going in three weeks. And I was like, wow. So because of that, <laughs> we definitely were not as, you know, yeah. um, prepared schedule-wise. So by the time we actually got our tickets and made our regular park reservations, there was nothing available for the mm -hmm. cabanas. So that is a good point, Rochelle, because I, I definitely wish that I had realized that you can make those reservations 60 days out, just like you can for the advanced dining reservations, right. um, because that would have been nice to have. We definitely didn't have any problem finding any seating. When we came in, I had asked a cast member, like, where was, like, a good spot to, like, head to? And so he showed me this little spot in the back on the park map. It looks like it's like a seashell, but it's like an overtone, uh, overturned boat. And I guess like a long time ago, there used to be sharks back there and you could swim with the sharks. Um, so if you had gone to Typhoon Lagoon um, a long time ago and know that there were sharks back there, that's where we sat. And there was even in the afternoon at three o'clock uh, when we left, there was still plenty of seats back there. Wow. I'm, I'm yeah. making it a priority. I'm gonna you, you should. That. Absolutely. <laughs> well, and for anybody who's listening and doesn't know, um, when you buy your park tickets, if you add on the, the, the plus option, you get that included with your tickets to go to the water park. So if you buy um, the like the plus option for say you buy four days for the parks and you buy the plus option, you have four days to go to the water park. So, and it's not like you have four days and you have to choose between the parks and the water parks. It's four days for the theme parks and then four days for the water parks. Boom. There you go. Yes. So yes. in theory, you're saying you can go to magic kingdom every single morning and you can go to a water park every single morning or every single yeah. night, basically every single night. Yeah. If that's how you wanted <laughs> to split your days, you could <laughs> totally do that. Or like in your perfect situation, where you're saying you want to go for 10 days, if you did four day, a four day, um, four day ticket with the plus option, you could do four days in the parks, four days in the water parks and do like every other day, do like a park day, oh, water park, exactly. day, park day, water park day. And the crazy thing is, is the price like to add it on isn't, 
isn't that much more than yeah no and so versus like if you paid for one day at a water park versus what it would be to add the plus option it might end up being the same amount of money so for to have potentially multiple days at a water park versus one day you know that it gives you more flexibility and that's the thing that i love about going to the walt disney world resort is because it's really in a vacation so to be able to spread your time out go to the theme parks go to a water park hang out by your pool your resort pool those are things that really make it feel like a full vacation versus just a theme park agreed yeah agreed great tips too (laughs) (laughs) i I, it's just i don't even know what's happening right now it just kind of blurted out of me (laughs) i I come out smarter every time i talk to you so i I appreciate (laughs) i appreciate you chris as always i'm I'm all out of questions rochelle you have anything else for no i don't have any other questions she she gives so much great info she does i appreciate you you having me you just word things so well for you know everybody to be able to follow you so easily and i just I do. I love talking to you. I love watching your your Instagram. I yeah. just you're awesome. You got great content. Well, yeah. thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. I really appreciate it. And you I appreciate you letting me just have some kind of like word vomit right there where I, I don't I, maybe I blacked out for a second. I don't. No, you're you're keep keep doing it, Chris. Keep doing your thing. Keep keep creating the content and uh we'll be we'll be looking forward to bringing you back on. Well, thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. You know, second time, it was just as fun as the first. Oh, amazing. Thank you so much. And we'll talk to you again soon. (laughs) All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Just want to thank Chris for taking her time to come on and talk with us. Wasn't that amazing? Come on. Like <laughs> amazing. She's, yeah. she's the sweetest. Oh, she's she's incredible. You, you, Chris, you, you're better this time than you were last time. We didn't even think that was possible. Thank thank you so much for coming on and, and volunteering your time to, to talk with us. Uh, that was a world of information. A world of information. Rochelle, what did you love about it? I can name like 50 things. Tell me what you were thinking. Same, same. So this episode was full of things that I have not experienced yet. I mean, storybook dining, didn't even know I was missing it. Um, And you know, it's interesting you bring that up. There's a lot of people that don't know that's like even in a thing. Right. It's like a hidden treasure. I'm going to tell you. It really is. And and as somebody who's just not, I'll be honest, Snow White's not one of my top. So it just, it never crossed my mind that it should be on my list. And so after hearing her talk about it and seeing her content i and then looking it up i need right. to go to this <laughs> yeah oh uh, yeah and i again i have not experienced this one either um and we've stayed there multiple times there at the wilderness lodge we've stayed in that area multiple times i'm thinking to myself how did i let it slip through yeah yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm so glad she brought up the details associated uh, with that. I'm so glad she was able to, to uh, experience it. Um, and it sounds like here's the most important thing, right, that we forget about when we talk about all these character meals. We, you know, we forget how important the food actually is. And she said it was incredible. So that's one thing that kind of excites me in itself is just knowing that the food was good. Yeah, that's a huge one. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really, really, really excited to give that one a try. Um, but sorry, you were saying, what else? So what else did she talk about? Okay, so another new thing for me was Typhoon Lagoon. Yeah. And I, 
again, I had already crossed this off my list. I'm from Texas. We have Schlitterbahn, like one of the biggest and greatest water parks there is. It, it just wasn't on my list. So after hearing her talk about it, this she's changed my outlook and this has been added to my Disney bucket list. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I absolutely agree. She she went into great detail telling us all the reasons we need to do it. Yeah, we needed to go. We, we, we absolutely <laughs> need to do it. So we're going to have to make it a priority. Folks, don't let this one slip through, right? Don't let it slip through the cracks. Try Typhoon Lagoon out. I'm, I'm feeling you will not be disappointed. Um, even if it's like one of your, your kind of, I, I always suggest, I don't know how you are, Rochelle, but I always like to suggest that my clients take like a, a rest day, you know? Absolutely. So I always think that's important. I mean, even if you take a rest day or on your rest day, you do like, I don't know, you know, half a day at, at the water park just to kind of you know, lay out in the sun, go in the pool. I mean, it would, it would be a great opportunity to kind of relax. What you really want to stop yourself from doing is walking another 30,000 feet. That's what we're 30,000 yeah. steps. That's the point of the, the rest day is to say, you know what, we don't need 30,000 steps again. Um, and I think I think it would be a great way. Definitely put it on the list. That's one worth checking out. No question. No question. Chris, you're the best. Thank you so much. We're looking forward to bringing you back on again. Um, I, I know we will. Um, and they'll be, you'll, you'll blow us away again <laughs> with knowledge. So thank yeah. you. Thank you. Can't again. wait to learn the next thing. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's one thing after the other with her. So thank you again for taking the time to come on. Um, that'll be a wrap for this week's episode. Um, next week, you obviously you want to stick with us as we'll be back to, to talk more Disney, right? That's right. Uh, that's it. All right, folks. Thanks so much for coming on and joining us. Uh, don't forget to subscribe so you can be notified when that next episode uh, drops. Um, but uh, we'll be back next time to talk more Disney. Sounds good. Talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye.